Welcome to Raising Globetrotters podcast. We are talking about tantrums today. I'm your host, Heidi Engel. Let's get into it. Tantrums are so tough. And, you know, they aren't just for toddlers. Teenagers and adults throw tantrums all the time. Adult tantrums, I mean, they're simply toddlers who never learn to properly manage their uncomfortable emotions. I will mostly be referring to toddlers in this podcast, but a lot of these tips can be used for teens and adults. So check in with yourself. Are you someone who loses your temper easily or lets your uncomfortable emotions out in inappropriate ways? I mean, this is why we say throwing a tantrum, because that's exactly what's happening. We're throwing out our uncomfortable feelings because we either don't have the tools, maturity, or patience to manage that discomfort differently. So that's really what we're working with with our kid is they have something that they don't like, a feeling that they're uncomfortable with, and they want things to be different. So they throw a tantrum, right? So I'll just say it, they're the worst, right? They happen in public or when you're really tired and it's a moment of feeling like a total failure as a parent because it's really a moment of disconnect. You and your kid are not on the same page and whatever it was that they were trying to communicate, most likely they got frustrated to the point where they couldn't take it anymore. And they may be wanting something that's, you know, totally not something that they're going to be getting, but it wasn't communicated to them with patience and kindness and understanding and thoughtfulness why they can't have what it is they're wanting. So what's really going on here when you're having a tantrum or when you see, right? We all know that feeling when another kid has a tantrum and you have this relief that it's not you and so much empathy for the poor parent because, you know, we've all we've all been there. But what is it? What is going on? What's happening when your kid is throwing themselves on the floor, throwing toys or food or stuffed animals and yelling and screaming? So if you know me, you know that I like to understand the why. So why is this happening? If you understand why your kiddo is having the tantrum, you're much more likely to help them resolve it and come back to you. And they're a more reasonable state of being, right? They're off the deep end and we're trying to bring them back. So first I go to one of my favorite acronyms, which is HALT. So H-A-L-T. I got this from actually my daughter's godfather who lives in Paris told me this a few years ago. And you can add a few more things to this if you want. But it stands from for hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. So take a quick assessment. When was the last time they ate? Are they going through a growth spurt and got hungry all of a sudden? My kids do this out of the blue. And so I always keep high protein snacks in my purse, car, coat, you know, meat sticks or those little almond butter packets, just in case I can feed them in a quick snack and see if that resolves the issue. So check in if they're hungry, right? And if they are just hand them the food, like, yes, of course you feel horrible. Just eat this food. You can hate me while you eat it. And most likely by the time the food is in them, they don't even remember why they were upset in the first place, right? Because that's a little kid being hungry. So hungry is kind of the easiest one to resolve. And so next, are they angry? So this is often a given with a tantrum. This is the tantrum that they often aren't getting their way or they aren't feeling heard. It's very different than overwhelmed. The overwhelmed tantrum is closer to tired, 
where they don't know why they're losing it and you just need to get them to a safe, quiet place. No amount of talking or listening or reasoning will help. So overwhelm and tired tantrums are get them isolated, get them home or in the car seat if they like to sleep in the car or in their stroller, a nice, calm, quiet bath. With an angry kid, this is where you need to slow down. So this is the tantrum that's really the tough one to solve. It's not, oh, you missed your nap or, oh, here's a snack. This is, this kid is angry and they're willing to go to bat because they feel frustrated. They feel there was an injustice. (laughs) They feel ignored. They're mad. So we need to slow down and really figure out, okay, what is the straw that broke the camel's back? And what's really going on here with this kid? What wasn't communicated properly? So are you leaving a place they don't want to leave, like a birthday party or a playground? Do they want something that you aren't getting for them? Are they trying to communicate something to you and you're rushing past them? So often when your kiddo is having a tantrum, it's because they aren't feeling heard. They're mad, frustrated. And the only way they can feel either, you know, that they're getting your attention or they get what they want is that they lose it. So there may have been a buildup, right? So this is often the tantrum tantrum when you're out in public and you have a list of things to do, you're running around and they're feeling rushed and kids are in the moment. They're oblivious to your agenda. So they like to go slow. They like to smell the roses, literally. If they're feeling rushed and ignored, they often get mad. If I'm in a hurry, I have to let my kids know ahead of time, giving your kids a heads up like, okay, we've got 10 minutes in the grocery store. These are the things on the list and you can make a game of it, right? You can, and you got to keep reminding them because they're in the moment like, okay, we're going in the grocery store, but we're not going to be slow this time. We've got a bunch of things to do because we've got to pick your sister up at soccer practice or whatever it is and let them know, okay. Maybe put them in the cart. Don't let them walk. Don't let them go slowly, right? So if you know you're in a hurry, if you know you have a long list of things to do, just kind of hoping your kid is going to come along with you isn't going to work. They're a person too, and they have their own agenda, and they need to be told what the plan is. And so if you get them on their your side, like, they're your buddy and they're going to help you out and you're going to do this together and see how quickly you can go and you're going to time it and you can make a game out of it, then they're going to have a lot more fun and they're going to have a lot less frustration going through, right? When we aren't feeling heard, there are usually a few key things missing in the interaction, right? So patience, eye contact, connection, right? So we're slowing down, even though you have to be in a hurry, slow down a little bit and communicate to your kid what's going on so that they have it ahead of time that this is what's happening. So if we're surprised all of a sudden with a change or we're rushing and they didn't know that they were going to have to be in a hurry, right? It's, It's so frustrating when you're getting ready to go somewhere and all of a sudden the person you're with is like, come on, hurry up, right? you get defensive no matter what. And kids are the same way. It's like, why Why are you fussing me? Why are you rushing me? So get them on your side, make a game of it. But if you weren't able to do this, or if your kiddo was just heading for this anyway, so what do you do 
in the tantrum, right? So that's kind of leading up to, okay, this could be a place of a tantrum. What do I do ahead of the time? What do I communicate to my kiddo so that they're on the same page as you? And then if you missed some steps and the kid's really losing it, you got to get down on their level. You can just sit right down on the floor with them or wherever they are, make eye contact, speak slowly, tell them you see they're frustrated and angry. Don't try to reason with them at this point. We're not trying to explain anything to them when they're in this heightened state. This is the same for teenagers and adults, right? If somebody is really emotional, we're not trying to reason with them. We're really just trying to either get away from them or get them to calm down. And so with kids, it's really just bringing them back into their body and back to you. So sit on the floor with them, give them a hug, say their name calmly, lovingly, let them know you're with them. And then you can kind of distract them. Kids are really good at, oh, look over there, look at that stuffed animal or, right? I love the necklace you're wearing. You know, when you can kind of start to get them to hear you, then they'll make eye contact. They'll sit in your lap. They'll probably want to snuggle. And then they can tell you why they're frustrated. So in this moment, even though you were in a hurry or you needed to be doing other things or you have other things on your list, this is when all that list needs to be put aside and you need to dig deep into your parenting patience and have your kid in this moment be the number one priority because the backlash of it is they will throw a tantrum to get their way. And so you want to put the time in now to teach them, I will slow down with you and I will be here with you and I will give you love and attention. But whatever it was you were frustrated about, if it's you want me to buy you something or you want a piece of candy, that's not how it's going to go, right? So the number one is to make sure, right, obviously that they're not going to harm themselves or anyone else. So sometimes tantrums, when the kids get bigger, they really get out of control. So you can make a gentle barrier about around your kiddo, very loose with your arms, and just let them know that this is their safe space, right? So sometimes you have a kid that's really losing it. They're throwing things and there is a worry. Are they going to break something? Are they going to harm someone? Are they going to harm themselves? A good friend of mine had a tough night like this a few months ago. She had an eight-year-old who was getting a little scary with his tantrum. And so that's all she knew to do was to just sort of put her arms gently around him and let him know he was safe in that space. And eventually he calmed down, but they did call the police because they were worried. And by the time the police got there, that you said she, you know, absolutely did the right thing. So you you can kind of let them know, okay, you don't get to have this whole space to have this big feeling, but you're safe in my arms, right? So you can, you know, and don't squeeze them, don't make it a tight, you've got to do what I say, but you know, they're they're within that space. And that will build trust between the two of you. So that's kind of the the over over the top one but it can be a really great way to keep the kiddo safe and let them know that, yeah, you have big feels, but that doesn't mean you get to cause big damage. 
So another one that I love is, and this, I mean, my, I still do this is I hold up my hand about two feet away from my kiddo and I have them blow out the candles. So it's like my fingers are candles and you take a deep breath, you blow one out, you take a deep breath, you blow one out. Right. And this is regulating their breathing. It's getting them back into your body, to their body and calming you down. Right. And you can do this for yourself. You can do this for your kids. And, you know, sometimes they need a second hand if they're really losing it, you know, to do 10 candles instead of five, but it, it brings them back into their awareness. And sometimes they kind of wake up while they're doing it and they look around and they realize, oh, people are watching me. I don't like this, right? I don't like that. I just sort of had this big reaction and now what do I do? So check in with those, check in with halt. Are they hungry? Are they angry? Are they lonely? Are they tired? And right, so those hungry and tired, those are the easier fixes. And then the anger, that's that's a, a bit tougher. When your kid is having that tantrum, often the goal is to just stop the tantrum, right? But then what? So this is where we come back to the why. So your kid had the tantrum, And now they're sort of in this really vulnerable place, right? We know that feeling of you let out a big emotion and then you kind of feel almost shaky, right? You don't, you don't know how you feel. You need to feel safe, but this is a really beautiful place for learning. So this is where I come back to why when we have the, why we have the information, this gives you something to work with. And it's important here to ask your kiddo what they need. So this is where the time comes in. We often say, okay, tantrum's over, let's go. But it's like, give it give it another minute and really listen because this is where you build that trust. So you may find that your kid doesn't want to talk about it right then and there, and that's okay. Just know that most likely, you know, once you leave, then you can connect. So go slowly post tantrum, stay with your kiddo, hug them, hold them, be really patient. And, you know, you may be feeling your own feelings by this time and check in with yourself about where the misstep happened. So just remember you care, right? So often our kids have tantrums because they're frustrated that we either aren't listening to them or they aren't getting something they want. And So this is when you can connect and show them that you do care and you are going to take the time. So they often want something you said no to. They want to pet a dog and you said no, or they want a candy or a toy and they don't want to leave the playground or the party. And it's important here that the answer stays no, but you'll listen and explain to them why your answer is no. So it's important that we don't give in here in this tantrum, post-tantrum space, because that teaches them that throwing the tantrum will get them what they want. And sometimes you can even see kids who know, you know, they've got their parents. You can tell by the cry. So it's hard to push past these habits once they've been put into place, but you must stay more committed than your kid is willing to embarrass you. So some kids are willing to go so far because they want what they want, and you've got to stay consistent. You can't give in to the tantrum, right? Think of a dog that scratches at the door to get in. Once they are let in one time, they will do that for months. 
to try to get into the door and they'll do it over and over and over again. Kids are the same. They're just watching you and waiting for a moment of weakness. So stay consistent. No matter how loud or how long the tantrum was, they're not going to get what they wanted. But good on them for the effort, right? Some of our kids, man, they're stubborn, right? So throw them in, throwing a tantrum, it will get them attention. It will, but it will get them sitting on the floor of the grocery store with you or leaving the party early and being really unhappy about it. So if you can hear them and listen to them and put your anger aside, you know, I know you really want that toy. I'm I'm sorry that we're not going to be getting that for you today, but that's not where we are today. And I hear that that frustrates you. That would frustrate me too, right? So validate what they're saying to you. Let them know you understand that they're really frustrated. This is valuable information. Don't rush through it, right? They feel like they're alone, obviously. They feel like no one's hearing them. No one's understanding them. And so this is your chance to say, I got you, right? You really have a chance to empathize and let them know you felt the same way, right? And you totally know what it's like to have to leave a party. You're having a great time too. You wish you could stay longer, but you have to go do these other things and that's okay too, right? They're seeking connection. That's really what they want is they're wanting to know that somebody knows how they feel a lot of the times it's just validating. I know you really want this right now, but we can't have that. And you can feel sad about that. That's okay. You're allowed to have that feeling. And they just want to know, Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to be okay with not getting my way, but I can't throw a tantrum, right? They're looking for connection. When I was a new mom, one of the best pieces of advice I got was from my grandmother and she said, you'll get so much advice. It will pull you in a million different directions. And when you feel off balance or disconnected from your baby, just shut everybody out, play on the floor, turn your phone off and be with your baby for a day. And oh my goodness, was she right? What she was really saying was realign with my kiddo, reconnect, get back on the same page, the same vibration. We want to be connected to our kids. And so often with screens and school and work and activities and friends and errands, we're disconnected. And so we have to take the time here to reconnect. And that connection will build trust. So if your kid knows from experience that you're in their corner, that you prioritize them, that you'll listen and you'll be patient with them and you're on the same side. They may not always get their way, but they know that you're going to listen. They're way less likely to fuss and give you a tantrum, right? It's not the same as giving them what they want. It's listening to them and helping them through their yucky feelings, validating that they don't have to be okay with not getting their way, but they're not always going to get their way. And if they're not getting their way, let's talk about it. They can tell you how it feels and you can help them through those feelings, but they're not going to throw that big tantrum because that's not going to make them feel any better. I hope this helps you. Tantrums are tough, but if you really communicate with your kiddo, you can reduce them significantly. So you can find me on RaisingGlobetrotters.com and good luck with your tantrums.